0: Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly, a conversation with and for business owners who are seriously looking for strategies to increase revenues, add more clients to their lists, and to fulfill the dreams of success. Outsourcing in the last few years has gotten a bad name in many respects when we're talking in the business world. Today we're gonna be talking about what outsourcing means and how people can use that to help grow their small businesses, which actually helps themselves and the other people in this country that they're outsourcing to. So stay tuned as we journey into the world of business outsourcing. Over the last few years, when people talk about business and outsourcing, the first thing that comes to mind generally is sending work overseas. You know, hiring someone overseas and shipping off all of your jobs to a foreign country somewhere. And to a certain extent, that still happens. But what I want to talk about today is more along the lines of what we as small business people here in the United States can do to help our businesses grow while helping. Other people and their small businesses to grow as well. Had a conversation the other day with a group of people who are all business people who are struggling to run and grow their companies and they're getting busier and busier. And they were saying to me, Nancy, I don't know how to do it. I just can't do everything myself. And I certainly can understand that because I know as a one person operation that I can't do everything myself either. And at times there are things that I may be able to do on my own, but I just don't want to. It's not something that I'm interested in doing, it's not something that I'm good at doing, and it may be something that. Would take me hours to do where somebody else would take minutes. Give you a few examples. I just had some work done on a logo and I am not a graphic designer. Um, in fact, I was talking with someone the other day and they said they couldn't even get Canva to work. And Canva is a very simple graphics design software. Well, you know what? I know how to use it, I can use it, I don't like using it, and it was much better for me to find a graphic designer out there and say, hey, how much would you charge me to redo my logo? By my doing that, that gave me a release of stress and pressure, I got my logo redone, And I gave somebody else with a small business, and by the way, they were here in the United States, I gave them the opportunity to make a little bit of money and to also create a relationship between themselves and me. Big important part of doing business, and we've talked about that before. When we start to build relationships, that means that I will refer that person to other people. If I hear someone say, I need a graphic designer, it means that I will be a loyal customer and I will come back again and again anytime I need to have anything done from a graphic standpoint. If they did a good job, if I liked their rates, if I liked the person in the business, I will go back and bring them more work. You know, I'm not an expert in all the fields. And if I can find a competent person that I can hire to do a specific job, that helps us both. The other way of doing something like that, which is more the standard process that's been that way for years and years and years, is to hire an employee. And we'll talk about that in a later program. But at this point, for many small businesses, hiring employees is just out of the question. They can't afford, nor do they want to worry about paying all the taxes and creating um, health insurance payments and vacation days and, and having to worry about all of the things that as a business owner with employees, you have to worry about. So in this case, I didn't want to hire a graphic designer to have on my staff simply to do a business logo for me. It's very interesting to think about all of the different ways that you can work with. Freelancers or in outsourcing. And if you want to recruit a full time employee and give them a fixed monthly salary, you might find yourself in a bad situation due to a low return on investment. If you're only starting up your business, you can't expect to have a significant return overnight in order to cover an initial investment on your employees. When you begin to use freelancers, you can figure out a budget, how much you want to spend, and then you can look out through the internet or other options to see what's out there and to find a price that you feel comfortable with. There are a lot of different organizations out there online that you can do this with. Um, you can find skilled freelancers by signing up with organizations like freelancer.com, fiverr.com, upwork.com. These are all online. Freelance sites where you could post your jobs, and people who are looking for work in those fields can post their resumes, and you can wind up connecting with each other. In the non business world, the same thing is true with organizations like Care.com and HomeAdvisor.com, which as well make sense when you're running a business to consider those organizations. Uh, If you spend a great deal of time every week doing things like cleaning your house, uh, doing the laundry, uh, walking your dog, you know, all those things that take up your time and energy and take you away from doing business, then it may make sense for you to figure out if you can actually afford to have someone come in and do one or two of those things for you, which frees you up to work on your business. You can, when you're looking for freelancers, you can first figure out what it is exactly that you want to have somebody do. And think, all right, um, I need to have this and this and this done. Define it in detail. Think about what you need as perhaps you're doing it. And as you're doing something, think, well, you know, my time might be better off doing something else. So if I wanted someone to do this job for me, what skills would that person need? And start writing them down. And as you go along, you are creating a job description. Similar to what you would do if you were looking at hiring someone permanently, yet this would be for one project, maybe for a series of projects. It may be to have on call if and whenever you need something. You know that you can go to that person. But by clearly defining What it is that you want to have done, the person on the other end of that conversation gets a better understanding. As an example, going back to my logo, if I were just to tell someone the name of my business is Business Success Unlimited and I need a new logo, go for it and give me something creative. Who knows what that person might come up with? It might be great, but it might represent in no way my business. You know, if I tell them the colors for my company are greens and pinks and yellows, my Logo needs to incorporate a flying pig. It needs to say business success unlimited in the logo. And it needs to be fun. That gives the designer a much better idea of what it is I'm looking for. And if I also say, oh, and by the way, I don't want to spend any more than $50. Then the person on the other end knows, well, I charge $1,500, so I'm not even going to consider putting in a bid for that logo. Or they might say, wow, I only charge 25 So, you know, I can either get more money or make them really happy with what I do and have them come back for other things in the future because they can see my prices are reasonable. Communication really is what it's all about. The other thing that you need to understand when you're thinking about doing this is when you hire someone there's a huge investment that goes along with that you have to pay for ads you have to take a lot of time in interviewing you have to train the person they have to become very familiar with your organization Uh, you do wind up having to pay Social security and taxes and vacation time and other benefits and all of that need to go into a pot to cover that employee. When you're working with freelancers and outsourcing, there's not a lot of expense involved. You hire them for one job. You don't like what they do. You don't have to hire them again. You don't have to spend a lot of time and energy training them. They're already specialists in what they do. So you don't have to worry about teaching them how to do graphic design work, for instance. They're already graphic designers. It's not a a huge risk or a prime concern because you say, well, it didn't work. I'll move on. I hired someone and at one time and asked them to create a series of memes for me to put up on Facebook. And they, I was vague. I just said, you know, I want them to represent something for each day of the week. So like um, meme Monday and tips Tuesday and, and different things like that. But I didn't get really specific as to what I was looking for. My fault. The person on the other end's fault was that they didn't ask me to clarify. They just created something. Guess what? It wasn't what I wanted. And I was not happy. But when I asked her to redo them, she refused. She said, this is what you told me to do, and this is what I've done. I had to go back to the company that was the mediator person, the organization that had put the two of us together, and I said, you know, I understand that I wasn't clear, and so I will take some of the responsibility, but she didn't make herself clearly understand what I was asking for before doing the work. And I don't feel that I should have to pay her for the complete job because I don't accept it. The company agreed with me, I paid half, and that was the end of it. Taught us both a great lesson. We both learned to be more clear in our communications moving forward. And that's why I say I think you should write down what it is you're doing and what you want for a particular outcome when you start to think about bringing on outsiders to help you do your work. It only makes sense. And along the line, while you're working with them, encourage them. Thank them. Show them that you appreciate what they're doing. You are creating spokespeople for your business in the long run. You're creating great support for your business in the long run when you have somebody that you know you can turn to and um, actually get some work done. I have a wonderful VA that I use these days, and I know that I can say to her, oh, by the way, I need XYZ done. Can you please get it to me in the next day or so? And I know it'll be done. I know that she may ask me questions, and say, am I understanding you right? Is this what you want? She may send me something and say, Please look it over and make sure I've done it properly. Or she just may say, Nancy, I don't get what you're doing. Please re explain it to me. And all of those things are wonderful. I am so glad that she feels comfortable with asking me questions. We have a good working relationship. And So then we can work together and get things done. And I know that in the long run, what she does is good, solid work. I don't have to worry about getting it done. I don't have to worry about doing it myself. And I know that it's well worth what I pay for it because it's freeing me up. For a lot of solopreneurs and small business owners that are one-in-two-people organizations, hiring a virtual assistant can be extremely helpful. Um, virtual assistants do everything from writing to website design to graphic work to research to phone calls Not every graphic designer, or not every virtual assistant, excuse me, will have all of the skills to do all of the different things you need. You may have to find a couple of different people to do different things for you. But it's really good when you can figure out who can help you with different things along the way. You have to understand, however, that your individual people and you may not find someone immediately that gels you know their personality may not be what you're looking for your personality may not be what they're looking for it takes a little bit of time to once again build that relationship and to create a comfortable environment for which you both need to work from. If you do work with someone from another part of the world, you have to figure out time differences. You know, does the person you're working with speak your language? Do they speak it fluently so that they understand what you're looking for? And the work that they do can be understood by your clients. Uh, that gets a little bit tricky sometimes and can cause some unexpected issues, especially if you turn something over to that other person and don't check, don't follow up, just allow them to do the work and, and don't look it over. Something totally not what you wanted may be the result unless you've been clear but when you trust them and give them respect and you know the honor that you would like to have if if it was you doing the work and that you would like from your clients things will grow smoother and smoother. The other thing, though, that you need to do is just like if you had a regular employee, is you need to pay them. And you need to pay them on time. And it needs to be the agreed amount of money. Um, with my VA, I work with her not on a per project, but on a per hour. And we have an agreement that she will work 10 hours at a time for me. and she keeps track of the amount of time that she works and then I know how much I have to pay her. With other, jobs. I've just hired someone to create a series of funnels for me, and they are going to be doing not only the funnel work, but they're writing the copy to go along with it. I am paying them a price per project. So there's a difference, but again, you need to have some form of agreement, contract between the two of you or however many so that each person clearly understands what's happening so that at the end of the job, you don't go back to my example of a few minutes ago and have someone expecting money and have the person on the other end saying, I didn't get what I agreed to and I'm not paying. That leaves a bad taste in the mouth of the person doing the work. But it also can give you a bad reputation. You know, it's word spreads, especially on these websites, because people tend to know each other if they've been out there for a while. So you need to make sure that what you agree to is what you do and make everybody happy. Those are a lot of the kinds of things that you need to think about and consider when you're talking about growing your business. When you're talking about time management, how are you going to get everything you need done, done? And it's really important to think about how you're going to expand your services or your product base that's it for today guys if you have any questions you can as always get a hold of me at nancy at don't wait till pigs fly.com. if you are a seasoned entrepreneur who is ready to take your business to the next level nancy is looking for you learn how to get the momentum going, streamline your systems, and get more clients straight from the source. Nancy has run several successful businesses from her living room, and she's looking for new clients just like you. Go to businesssuccessunlimited.com and use the contact form at the bottom of the page to see if you are a good fit. Nancy would love to help you.